Welcome to the Excuse My African podcast. My name is Stella Damasis and I am your host. Join me as I take you on a journey through the eyes of a misrepresented and misunderstood African girl abroad. In this episode, I will talk about my country, Nigeria. In the past few days, I've heard, read, and seen the news about Nigerians all over the world, about my country, and it's been disheartening, it's been painful, it's been crazy. Um, in the United States, we heard that um, about 80 people were caught for fraud, and a majority of them were Nigerians. I also heard that some people in an Arab country were sentenced um, and they were put on death row. Um, there's a problem with Nigerians in South Africa. Even in Africa, there's a problem with Nigerians in Ghana. It's been going on. This is not the first time. It's been happening for a while now. But what I really want to talk about is the fact that this, even though these things are happening and I condemn any act of fraud or whatever, I condemn anything that will make someone steal from another person, kidnap someone else or do whatever it is that's negative to someone else. I condemn everything. But we just cannot generalize. We can't lose sight of the fact that there are people that are doing this, yes, but we're not all the same because it seems like some people are trying to make life difficult for Nigerians, which I don't understand because there are other countries that have same issues, but we cannot say they're all the same. The fact that there's mass shooting in the whole of America almost every other week does not mean that every American is a murderer. No. We can't say that because there are wars and people are fighting in the Middle East that every single person that's in the Middle East is a killer, is a bomber. Do you understand? So it really breaks my heart when people generalize and make it seem like Nigerians are so horrible because there are people that can attest to the fact that all over the world, there are some Nigerians that are very, very determined, very, very successful, very hardworking. They're entrepreneurs, you know, they're productive, they're resourceful. Nigerians have some of the biggest businesses. In fact, in America today, the best doctors, the best neurosurgeons are Nigerians. The highest amount of nurses who treat people, who save people's lives every day in America are Nigerians. Everywhere you go in the world, there are Nigerians doing massive things, great things, beautiful things. We're noticed, we're recognized all over the world. In the education sector, I can tell you for a fact, that the people that have received the highest amount of scholarships are Nigerians. And that's not me talking, it's based on research. So I don't understand. And the fact that in the UK today, in London, there's a lot of stabbing does not mean that every person who is from London is a killer. Do you understand? So I felt the need to talk about this because I'm really hurting. It seems like 80% of Nigerians are positive, they're good, they're hardworking, they're fantastic, but just the 20% that have decided to do something else have become the loudest. So that has become the representation. And we refuse that. Those people do not represent the core of who Nigerians are. They do not represent what we believe in. They do not represent our culture, our tradition, how we live. That is not how we are as a people. But the media will choose to make stories that are negative so big so loud that the 20 percent becomes a representation of a whole nation which is not true i am only wishing that more and more people from the media will see the need to also celebrate the wonderful things that nigerians are doing the big things that we have accomplished and the things that we have done you know not just for ourselves but for other people 
I know for a fact that the Nigerian army have maintained peace in a lot of African countries. People don't know this and that's why I want to talk about it right now. In 2007, I was in Liberia and I kept going back after that. And they took me to some places because Liberia had major issues with war, fighting and everything. And the largest amount of soldiers that were put on the streets to help maintain the peace were Nigerian soldiers. I went there. I saw them. I spoke to them. They hosted me. I was in the ambassador's house. The Nigerian army was heavily represented in Liberia. They were heavily represented in Ghana. They were heavily represented in so many other countries that I had the privilege of visiting. We have been doing a lot of things for other countries, but nobody talks about it. Nobody sees anything good about it. We have contributed to the economy of a lot of other countries. Nobody talks about it. But they blow these things out of proportion, even though I don't agree and I don't stand for fraud. But at least, whilst you talk about the evil being perpetrated by Nigerians, it will also be a good thing if they actually celebrate the wonderful things that Nigerians have done as well. So a lot of people have been discouraged from visiting my country, discouraged from investing in my country, discouraged from even doing anything with any Nigerian, no matter where they are, which is funny because I'm going to share some things with you to make you understand why we need to talk about this, why people need to look into my country to see that it is not all bad. Every country has its own issue that they're dealing with. Every country. Countries that we thought were safe and peaceful and never had any issues before, all of a sudden they're in the news for one thing or the other. Does that mean that we shouldn't go there anymore? Does that mean that we shouldn't have anything to do with it anymore? No. My country, Nigeria, will be in the spotlight in September the 28th for the World Economic Forum on Africa. And it will be one of the co-chairs is Jim Ovia, the founder and chairman of one of the Nigeria's largest banks, Zenith Bank. And he's the author of Africa, Rise and Shine. I know that my country has its challenges. A lot of people have been kidnapped, a lot of killing and all that. But the thing is, it's not all over the place. There are people that live there. I live there. I was born and raised in my country. I am still alive. I am doing very well. There's so many people that live there that when you mention these things to them, they're like, are you sure you're talking about the same country that I live in, that my children live in? It is a peacekeeping force on the continent. We maintain peace, not just in our place, but in other places. Yes, there are areas in Nigeria that are not safe. I can tell you the same about America. I live in America now. I can tell you the very same thing about America. Not every area is safe. There are some places in New York that are not safe. There are some places in Atlanta that are not safe. There are some places in Houston that you cannot get into. Even in the UK, there are some places that you cannot go past there at a certain time of the day because it's not safe. But it's not being highlighted. And that's what I'm saying. Why does it have to be this way for Nigeria? In 2009, UNESCO reported the Nigerian film industry, which I belong to, also known as Nollywood. Nollywood has taken over Hollywood and it has become the world's second largest film industry behind India's Bollywood because it used to be Hollywood, Bollywood and then Nollywood. But right now, it is Bollywood, Nollywood, even before Hollywood. And in the decade after 2009, it has gotten more output and doubled to 2,500 films per year. Every year we produce 2,500 films and the industry is continuing to grow. And this is not me saying this. This is according to a report by the Price Waterhouse Coopers. 
people don't understand it because they're not in the industry in Nigeria, but because I'm in it, I know for a fact that this thing that I'm about to mention is even way more than people will ever know. It is estimated that Nollywood has employed more than a million people. I know for a fact that we have employed way more, way more than a million people. And it has generated more than $7 billion, not million, $7 billion for the national economy, accounting for around 1.4% of Nigeria's gross domestic product. It is crazy. This is an industry that is not government-owned or supported. It is not supported by the government. It is not owned by the government. These are individuals who use their personal money, who register businesses, and who have decided, you know what, I'm going to go into production. And they do this, and they try to put it in cinemas, try to take it abroad, try to put it in festivals, you know, just try to make something out of it. And we have created something out of nothing. And this is the amount of money we're generating every year. New cinemas are opening and box office revenue is predicted to reach $22 million by 2021. Now, is that not something that is worth looking into, worth investing in, worth talking about, worth celebrating? Another thing that you have to know about my country is that it will have more people than America by 2050. Nigeria is already the most populous African nation and will more than double in size to 400 million people by 2050. And this is according to the United Nations. So when you have a population that's growing and is going to double in the next how many years, imagine what it can do for a business. Imagine what it can do for a project. Imagine the strength in numbers that you can have when you want to invest in things or create work or create whatever it is you want to create or whatever you want to do. Investing in a place with a large population gives you more chances to be successful in what you're doing. Another thing that really, really, really gets me is that we have the world's best and greatest writers. We need to celebrate them. Now, people that come from different parts of the world, they have their own writers, their own authors that they read about and all of that. But there are some writers from Europe that I don't know. There are some American writers that I don't know unless I really, really go and look for them myself. But there are African writers that are known all over the world. They are known in Europe. They are known in America. They are known in Africa. They are known in Asia. I can tell you for a fact. People like Chimamanda Ngozi Adichie, who has written Half of a Yellow Sun, um, Purple Hibiscus, that thing around her neck. They're just I am in awe of our writers. Everybody knows Wale Shoinka. He's celebrated in Berlin, in America, in the UK, in China, in different places. He has toured the world. Writers like Ben Okri. Writers like Chinua Achebe, that even Google will make a doodle out of them. I'm in awe of these people. And I'm like, we don't celebrate them enough. We don't talk about them enough. And these are Nigerians. Do I want to talk about the music industry? It has changed. It has turned the world around. It is making people go crazy. I'm talking Davido, Wizkid, Burner Boy, Two Faced, Debange, Tiwa Savage. Our musicians are signed on to Universal, are signed on to the biggest record labels in America. They are the ones that were chosen by Beyonce to be a part of her album for Lion King. I live in America and my husband goes to the gym 
every gym in New York is playing Davido. Every street corner in Washington Heights or in, in the Bronx or in Brooklyn, they are playing Burner Boy. They are playing Whiskey. Every part of the UK, every nightclub, every party, whether it's a white party, people from India, people from China, people from uh, Lebanon, when they have parties all over the world, we always hear Nigerian music all over the world. Our musicians are touring. Our people are intelligent. There's so many good things that I can talk about. But I'm saying it is wrong to do fraudulent things, to do crazy things. I don't support it. I don't stand for it. But the way we publicize the bad things that are coming out from Nigeria, we should also learn to celebrate the good things. Yeah, I'm calling out to the media right now to celebrate us as a people, celebrate the good things that we have done. The father of Afrobeat Fela Nikola Bokuti is Nigerian. Americans have done Broadway about Fela. He's Nigerian. Everything, almost 40% of things that are happening in America today come from Africa, especially Nigeria. Our designers are doing so great all over the world when it comes to fashion, when it comes to film, when it comes to food, when it comes to music, when it comes to education. Nigerians are on point. Can we just take a minute and celebrate that? Celebrate my country, Nigeria. Thank you for listening to this podcast, and I hope you'll join me again for the next one. You can contact me via email, excusemyafrican at gmail.com, or visit the website, excusemyafrican.com, for more details. Remember to stay positive and give love.